the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I got the parable of the shrewd steward. It's the passage everybody wants to preach on. There was a huge argument over who was going to get to preach this week. I had to fight for this slot. It's a weird story. The guy gets caught stealing. He steals more. And the boss says, hey, good job. This is a really weird parable. But as I was looking through this, I, I started to wonder if part of the reason it's so weird is because of the chapter break. The chapter break is completely arbitrary. It's not part of the original text. It's not part of how Jesus was going along with things. And if you sort of pull that out of place, what you realize is you've got a whole string of parables. And they're parables we're all familiar with. You got the lost sheep, you got the lost coin, you got the prodigal son, and you got the shrewd steward. Jesus is building something here. But to figure out what exactly he's building at, it might be helpful to start at the beginning. See, this whole string of stories started when the Pharisees were grumbling with one of their usual complaints. Ugh. Jesus is eating with those people again. Jesus can't be good. He can't understand if he's hanging out with those people. And Jesus doesn't respond with an argument or a chastisement. He just responds with a series of stories. He starts with the lost sheep and a lost coin which are so similar, you can kind of sort of just bind them into one. A shepherd loses a sheep. And instead of saying, ugh, this stupid sheep, wandering off again and again, forget it, I'm done. I'm, I'm done wasting my time with this stupid sheep. Of course not. He's a shepherd. Sheep are his livelihood. He goes and looks for it because sheep are important. And then a woman loses a drachma, a silver coin. And she doesn't go, eh, you know, that's a couple hundred bucks. It's really not worth it. Go watch some Netflix. Of course not. It's a day's wages. She goes and searches for it because the money's valuable. And Jesus is simply saying, look, these people aren't worthless just because they're tax collectors. They're not horrible. They're not irredeemable simply because they're sinners. They're people, and people are valuable, so I'm going to go look for them. I'm going to go try and bring them back because they matter to me. And then there's the prodigal son. Some young guy takes a bunch of the family fortune and promptly goes out and wastes it. Living it up, having a good time. But then the money runs out and he's in trouble. And he has no choice. He tries to fix it and he can't. 
he has no choice but to go back to his family. And dad is overjoyed. My son is home. He's thrilled. He loves his son. But the elder brother is pissed off. He's wasted half of your money. What a useless piece of trash. Don't celebrate this piece of garbage. That's just, no, no, you don't get it. He's not worthless. He's my son. He's valuable. He's worth far more to me than all the money he wasted. And then we have the shrewd steward. And of course, you can just tie that right in. <laughs> okay, admittedly, it's a stretch. But I think actually there's some very significant similarities. See, both the son and the steward start out under authority. The son is under his father and the steward is under a boss. And things start out great. The son is living it up. And the steward, he's got access to his boss's cash. He can do whatever he wants. But of course, things go bad when the money runs out or when the steward gets caught. And then we have a problem. And what's interesting to me and what I think really made me think, now this is so similar, is that this change of fate, things go from good to bad when both of them Usually the word is translated squander. But it's the same word, diascorpizo. It's not just squandering. It's used for like, not just, it's, it's sometimes used for when you're like scattering seed, but you're not just scattering it. You are throwing it out there. You are flinging it everywhere. So both the son and the, this steward are just throwing money to the four winds both of them wasting their money by scattering it everywhere and that's what gets them in trouble but their fates both turn around when they reach out for help and i think it's that reaching out that's the point because when the chips are down and when things are really bad what's going to help you People. Because people are the most valuable thing of all. Now, it's still a little weird. The reality is the shrewd steward parable is still strange. But I think maybe it's so strange because of a subtle point, maybe even not so subtle point, that Jesus is trying to make with this. Right after he finishes the parable, he says, the sons of this world are more shrewd in their dealings with one another than the sons of light. He's saying they get it. Thieves understand that people are valuable. Tax collectors understand that people are valuable. 
Sinners know that people are valuable. Pharisees, why don't you understand that people are valuable? In our Old Testament reading, Jeremiah is weeping over people. He's not mourning over all of the treasures of Israel that are being stolen. He's not weeping over the temple being destroyed, though those things are worth mourning. But primarily, he's hurt because people are hurting. And in the epistle, Paul says, pray for all people because God wants all people to be saved. Not just the good ones, not the ones that are doing it right, not the ones who have all nodded their heads at me and said, yes, Jesus is Lord. People are valuable regardless of who they are. I want all people to be saved. The Pharisees did not get that people were valuable, or at least they thought other things were more valuable. This all started when the Pharisees were saying, ah, those people, they're bad. And they're bad because they don't follow the rules. And the Pharisees really valued the rules. And meanwhile, Jesus, Jesus is bad because he's hanging out with those people. And if he really understood what was going on, he wouldn't hang out with those people because he's looked, he looks terrible. He's with the wrong crowd. It's ruining his reputation. That was important to them because appearances and status are valuable. Just after our gospel reading, it says that the Pharisees were hacked off because Jesus was talking so much about money and they didn't like that because money is valuable. And Jesus is trying to say, no, no, no this is, you, you got this completely wrong. Break the rules if you have to, if it means you're going to help people because people matter. Don't worry about how you look or your status. Make the right connections regardless of whether they're the right people because people are valuable. Use your money to make friends. Jesus says it flat out. Because your money might be valuable, but your friends are more valuable. And just for the record, the science backs that up. There's enough psychology that says, you know, if you actually spend your money on other people, it makes you happier. Don't spend it on yourself. Spend it on other people. Now, is that to say that rules are unimportant? Well, of course not. We need structure. Is money evil? Not at all. We need money to have a functioning economy. And are appearances and status bad? No, that's just built into how we're designed. All of these things are important, but not as important as relationships. Not as important as loving one another. Not as important as people. And everything else, your money, your status, your rules, your structures, all of that 
should be at the service of people. The reality is, we're all like the Pharisees at least once in a while. There's something in our hearts that we value more than people at least once in a while. I know I have far too often a tendency to value my own feelings of safety and comfort more than I value people. Some people value their success more than other people. Some people value money or looking good or doing it right or the liturgy or the rules or whatever it is. But God values people. And all of those things he gave us in service of loving one another. So Lord, I would ask as we ponder what is in our own hearts, help us to be honest with ourselves about what we value and about those places where we are not valuing and using these treasures in our hearts for the people that you love. And show us how to love one another well. In the name of God, Father, Son,